Why are you calling me? Who is this? Well, we were just curious if you had had your booster shot for the- Who is this? This is your local Walgreens. Why are you constantly calling me? We're just trying to make sure that everyone has been vaccinated for the uh, mad goat what? disease. Why does Walgreens care? Every time you call me, you it sounds like you get nervous and you hang up. Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 a, it's a crazy time. It's it's a crazy time to be honest, and I just want to make sure that everybody is safe, and and that's what just makes me nervous. Listen, if you're afraid to talk to me because you think I'm gonna get mad at you. That's fucking ridiculous. I'm not- The only reason I'm mad right now is because you keep calling me and not talking to me. Well, so talk to me. Learn skills. Okay. If you had any more skills, you wouldn't be working at Walgreens. Okay, ma'am. There's no reason to be disparaging. I just, uh... I just, we see here that you've had your two shots, but you, you haven't yet gotten your booster. For... I didn't know there was one! Well, it's new. You have to get at least I'm one- I'm not taking it until President Biden takes it. President Biden can't take it. Well? Not for any reason. I mean, it's I'm not like- I'm hanging up on you now, okay? You know, I, I think I should be the one to hang up. Fine, be my guest, bitch! Have a good evening, ma'am, and hang please get vaccinated. You can't even do it. You can't even bring your pussy ass to do it. Fucking do it right now, bitch. Good evening. Well, he has more balls than I thought he did. Who was that? Nobody, Big Red. Jesus Christ. I thought it was maybe the pizza we ordered. No, I thought, well, sorry. I thought you were getting insanely jealous again. Well, of course I'm insanely jealous. I mean, who's oh, oh, hey, 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 hey. told me to try the singing. I'm trying the singing. Who's Fraba? <sighs> okay, I... I am definitely still insanely jealous. I don't want you to ever think that, that I'm not insanely jealous if it has to do with you talking to somebody on the phone, because I, I am jealous. Well, I was talking to a man. Does that make you jealous? You- I just said it then! Well, I mean, he sounded like he might be cute. Uh, uh, you know what? No, I'm gonna disengage. We've been here for 30 minutes. Enough time to dis connect to the Wi-Fi, call Papa John's, have it delivered, eat two of the pieces, pick off the pepperonis, and feed it to the seagulls all before we have found any of the people we came here for. Well, yeah, I mean, honest to God, I don't see anybody. I don't even see anything in the fridge. I don't know what the fuck they're feeding these people. They must not be eating anything from the looks of this place. I think I found Tristan's room, though. It's fucking disgusting. Come in here and look at this. This come everywhere. Look at this. Oh, 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 ew, it's God. sticky. Ew, watch out. Oh, ew. Oh, my God. I'm getting it stuck in my pubes. If you have cum on your balls, what are you fucking gay? What? Well, no. You set me up for that. You're fucking gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. I watched you fuck a man once. Oh, oh. No, enough of that. You can... Sex is fluid. Sexuality is what's permanent. And I am straight. Okay. I was raised that you should only have sex if you mean to have a child. Now, I've gotten rid of that. Talking of what? Now, I've gotten rid of that. I was raised oh. that way. But I've okay. gotten rid of that. But I'm not going to get rid of the fact that you're supposed to have a penis into a vagina. That's it. You weren't saying that last night when you were sticking in my ass. 
Well, it's a woman. I mean, it, it, the vagina just means woman, I guess. Not necessarily that specific hole, no. Honest to God, I don't think I have a lower intestine anymore. Most of the people I fuck don't. <laughs> okay, Vigred, you need to relax. Like, wait, let's just go find Bertram's room. Like, maybe he's in there. Maybe he's hiding us. Maybe there's a panic room. Maybe they heard we were coming. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, uh, if there was a panic room, you don't, you know, I guarantee that that's where that pussy is. I bet, fucking little cuck bitch. Oh, I love hearing you talk like that. I, no, we're not doing it right now. Oh, God. When are you going? You said if we came here that I would finally get to bust. After we figure out our mission, all you can think about is wanting to bust. It's got your head all fucked up. It took us three days to trek here. My balls hurt. I haven't... I can give you a handy. That's about all I can do. And by that, I mean latch my body around you and climb up and down repeatedly. It's already so much work. It doesn't even feel good. Well, would it stop you from yelling at me? Come on, baby. Don't put it yeah, that I'm way. climbing up your dick. No, I'm, no, you don't have to climb up me. No, I, I don't even want it anymore if you're going to put it in that frame. What are you talking about? You said you wanted to bust. I'm saying I'll give you what you want to do to bust. That, I want you to want it, no, and you don't, you, for some reason. I don't reason... want it when you're constantly asking me for it. Fine, fine. I need, I need you to, like, give me some space so that I can want to get fucked. We'll pretend that you didn't say we were going to fuck on Bertram's bed as soon as we got here. We'll pretend you didn't say that. Baby, we can fuck on his bed after we kill him. Wouldn't it be great to have sex next to his dead body? I, I mean, yeah, I guess that would be kind of nice, but part of me thinks it would be a little disturbing, too, if I'm being honest. What, are you some sort of pussy? No, I mean, he is my brother, though. I mean, do you want to have sex next to your dead brother? I mean, I would do it. You, you mean to tell me that if I was entering you right now and all of a sudden, pop, your brother, who you've known and loved and had a hate relationship for like 30, well, thousands of years, it's hard to keep... You've hated him for, you've, you were his brother for what you told me was a couple minutes? You guys had a good relationship for a couple minutes? Well, I mean, frankly, we never really had a good relationship, but we... Why do you care? You hate him! Blood. Blood runs blood. You're scaring me. Blood runs deep, no. Blood triumphs oh, over cut all. off with that shit. The only way blood runs deep is in my fucking... I don't know. I don't know! I'm sick of having this conversation. Just fucking put it in me if you want to get off. I'll bend over for you here. Oh, I mean... As much as I would love to because it kind of goes into my rape kink... I don't think this is a good idea because you clearly don't want me. For some reason, you're completely turned off by me. Well, maybe it's the attitude. Oh, my attitude. Oh. It is, yeah. Look at these. What? Look at this bookshelf. What about it? It's a bookshelf. Gay-ass books. Well, first of all, they're not alphabetized. I know. There's no rhyme or reason. Well, maybe by category. Even by genre, it doesn't make any sense. He's got Agatha Christie next to the dictionary, next to Pendulette, next to anything goes. It doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck does Bertram read Pendulette? He's, ew, these books are horrible. My life? Bill Clinton? Oh my god, it's like a doorstop. It's so big. Why would he have this? I don't even know. 
These are awful books and- I'm gonna destroy this fucking bookshelf. Oh! oh. Hang on, you- You keep going, baby. You're- There's something on the- oh. It's a secret door! Oh! Oh, give me my pickaxe! Oh, yes, here- It's a diamond pickaxe, babe. It'll break anything. Oh! What's that? Hold on, let me get the other block. <laughs> pick up the book. Hold on, pick up the books. Well, it's interesting how it doesn't act as one door, but as two bookshelves. That's interesting. Never seen that sort of black block before. Quite, it's pretty crazy, but look, what is that? What would you say, a 300 foot depth down a staircase? I don't know. It's a big ass hole. Oh, come on. You, you don't have any sense of 300 feet? No. Looks like a couple yards. Yards? Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's no light. Couple backyards. There's no way of telling. Should we go in? <sighs> Maybe the Fountain of Immortality is some shits down here. I mean, it could be, but maybe this is how they got to the panic room. Oh, maybe definitely. If... Come on, let's go. Can you fit in here? I can try. Okay. Hold on, let me get my ice cubes out. Let me rub it on you, make you a little smaller. Well, you know, this would. This is totally why we should have had sex back here on the bed, because after I, offered, I come, I, offered, I get down to fucking I offered, tiny. You offered, but you, whatever, let's, I can make it. Not much room to bounce down these stairs. No, not at all. Can you go a little faster? No, you go in front, you go around. I can't squeeze around you, big cock. Oh my God. I can't go any faster, the ceiling, it's such low clearance. I want to push you. Out of my way. Okay, oh, look, it's a little clearing. Are those stalactites? Ah, oh, I can never remember. I, the stalagmites, stalactites, one of them hangs tight to the floor, one of them's mighty strong, some shit like that. I thought it was might reach the top. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Stalagmite reach the top, stalag hangs tight. To the side, I don't fucking know. I don't know either. But I like that description, and that's what we're going with. Okay, well, what the fuck is this cavern doing down here? This is, like, marvelous. It is pretty beautiful. It's small, it's very tall. Big Red, stop. You, what? Those are foot, those are hoof prints. Look down. Oh, yeah, look at, look at that. There's, se there's several of them. Wheelchair marks. Oh, my God, they were down here. The cripple was here. Can you tell how fresh they are? Do you have any sort of those savage tendencies? <sighs> no, but I think they went that way. I, I could have told you they went that way. That's where the footprint... Come on. Do I need to put my leash on you? Oh, you brought the leash. Of course. You still wearing your collar. Why'd you take off your collar? Oh, well, you know, I... Anytime I go somewhere where there might be, like, a battle... You know, I'm not going to leave it on for someone to grab a hold of, to choke me, and tie me to the back of a truck until I die. Did I tell you you could take off your collar? Oh, don't pull your sub and dom bullshit with me now. I agreed to be your sub. No, listen! S sit the fuck down! Oh, what? Gonna make me kneel on rice? I'm gonna make you kneel on rice! My balls hurt already from the trick over here. Well, I'm gonna make you kneel on rocks. Oh. Yeah, much better. Much better. Actually, you know what? Go sit on that stalactite. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sit on it? You gonna listen to me? You gonna be a good little boy? If you're really gonna pull this beady 
BDSM DOM bullshit now, knowing that I only agreed to it because you slipped me a Percocet, then yes, I guess I'll listen to you. You agreed to be my sub. You signed the contract. You're right. We took that BDSM class online. We did it all. I know. I'm kinky. That kid on the Skype session said the be one of the best punishments would be <laughs> to kneel on rice. And he was right, it hurts. And then you made me kneel on rice, then we trek all the way over here. I'm hopping, I'm hopping, I'm hopping, hopping across all kinds of different terrains, getting cacti needles put in there and all kinds of burrs and shit. And you're picking the burrs out of my pubes every night. And then you want me to kneel on rocks here in this, or sit on a stalagmite? Uh, I mean, if you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> Even with, whatever. You are my, you're my sub, you're my sub. Listen to me, let's keep going. Oh, oh thank you. You're welcome. You didn't make me kneel. <laughs> thank you. Call me mommy. Mommy, thank you. That's gross. You, you told me to say it, it's not, you didn't, you're the one that made me be incestuous with you. Come, let's just keep, come, Big Red, I don't have time to argue with you, I'm sick of arguing. <laughs> It seems like all we ever do these days, I kind of forgot. Sometimes I forget that you're what is keeping me sane, you know? Sometimes you're what's driving me out of my comfort zone, but that's a good thing, and I need to be more kind to you, and so I'm sorry. Thank you. Now come, come over here and give me a kiss. Thank you. Love you. Oh, that's a, whoa, whoa. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't... I, I, that's the, I know I'd be the first one to say it, and I, I don't want to, like, cross any boundaries or anything like that, but, I mean, I do, I do! I, hey, I care very deeply for you. You can't, you're not gonna say it back, or? Uh, Chris. Uh, let, yeah, let's just, let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you, do you hear water running? Or do I just have to piss? No, that's definitely water running, but if you gotta pee, baby, pee. Well, maybe maybe if there's a body of water to piss into, I... This cave is so beautiful, I don't want to just piss on all these rocks. No, I don't think they'll... Whoa, there's a big clearing. Oh. Is that a waterfall? Oh my god, it is a beautiful waterfall. How big do you think that is? 300 feet? That's at least... at least five yards. What is it with you and yards that- I grew up in America, Chris! I grew up knowing yards! I don't know meters or kilometers or whatever you're trying to do. I said feet! What's the difference? How many yards are in a feet? Fuck if I know, yards are so antiquated, it's, it's gotta be at least 300 feet. Do you see something down there? Hmm, no. My eyes aren't that good. Hold on, I think- I see something moving down there. I think that might be them. Hang on, way down. I do kind of see something moving. They... It looks like they put somebody in the water. No, they're getting her out. What the fuck are they doing down there? What's going on down there, no? You tell me, I didn't grow up here. I don't know what this is. I don't know either. I don't know why you're asking me. We're both trying to figure it out. How about stop asking me questions and come up with a fucking game plan, big red game plan. Game plan. That's just... Seeing what they do, where'd they go? They're all gone. Oh no, they're walking back up the path. They're walking back up the path. Over there? Oh my god, right there. Hey, are they coming this way? I think they're coming back up. What do we do? Hide behind the crystals? Hide? Yeah, I, what am I supposed to 
Sister, no. Let's hide behind the crystals and then snatch the sex gremlin once he comes through. There's no way I'll be able to stay hidden. You have to make me come. Okay, okay. Okay, here. Yeah. Oh my I'm already wet. Put it in. Oh, oh, oh. oh come in me, baby. Oh. Put a baby in me, baby. Come in me, baby. Mm. Fill this pussy with cum. Make it leak out mm. my mouth, baby. Come on, come in me. Come in me. Oh, oh you're oh. breeding me. Oh. oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you. You know how small I get. Now put me in your pocket. Okay, here. Okay, now, now hide quietly. I am. What the hell is going on, Bertram? What do you mean, what's going on, Tristan? We're walking back. It was successful. I, I, you told us we were gonna come down to define the immortality, and Shellyanne was gonna be fucking healed. Now she's still fucking passed out. The second she hit the goddamn water, she fucking passed out. And now she's not saying anything to us. Are uh, you fucking full of shit? I wanna know what Clark is, and I wanna know what Beverly is, and I want my fucking wife healed right now. Clark and Beverly have nothing to do with this. Now, what is the case is that y I did not say she would be healed. I said that the fountain grants immortality to those that it chooses. Now, we're lucky that it was successful. They accepted the offering. The fountain of immortality could have simply spit her right back out, but it turned green. That means she's immortal. Now, she's going to have to get chemotherapy, but it's going to be successful because of the fountain. All right, well, I want to let you know if she doesn't get chemotherapy, I'm still going to kill you, even though you probably dipped yourself in it, you stupid bitch. <laughs> There's no denying I dipped myself in it. Why shouldn't I if I know where it's at? Yes, the fountain granted me immortality, Tristan. Are you going to rake me over the coals for that, too? I don't- you- you and DG go up ahead. I'm gonna stay behind. Okay, well- I'm sick of dealing with this shit. Thank you, DG. Come on, DG. See, see you later, dude, if I wind up missing. <laughs> You're not going to wind up missing. Uh, you ne you Sister never know, Marble, dude. Sister Marble is watching. Sister Carissa is watching. They're right here. We're right here, DG. We're not going to let this motherfucker do anything to you. That is right, DG. Appreciate it, Sister Marble. Yeah, I'm just going to stay. I'm going to stay behind with Sister Carissa. I'm going to push up the hill. Okay, well, we'll see you back at the base camp. Yeah, all right, all right. Tristan, please push me up the hill. I don't want to get left behind. That's what I'm doing. Well, I'm afraid of the dark, and I don't want to be left behind. Well, put push up. Up on your wheelchair. Come on, you gotta push up. I can't keep pushing you with all the resistance. He's with the- he's get with the- out of your pocket. He's with the cripple. Get out of my- get out of here then. Come on. Oh, okay. Tristan. What the fuck are you doing here? Oh my god. Big Red and Sister No. Help, help. Big Red hit the cripple! Got it! I broke her speaker! We won't be hearing from her again. What are you doing here? I told you to leave me alone. I didn't want anything to do with you guys. Please, don't do anything to us. <laughs> We're not gonna do anything to the cripple. You, you knocked her out. She's already crippled. That's my fucking girlfriend. I, hey, 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 I would never hit a lady. I didn't knock her out. I broke her computer and her speakers. Just because you can't hear her and she looks like the sniveling re- 
that she is does not mean that I hit her. Hey, she's not retarded. I thought she was retarded too, but she's not. Well, she can't answer for herself. We'll never know what she has to say. What are you doing here? Tristan. Listen, we had a little bit of a, um, decision we had to make, and we think we need you. Yeah, for what? The fuck you need me for, you evil fucking plans? Fuck you guys. I thought hanging out with you would be cool, but now I'm having a good time here. But not even, not even having a good time here, because Bertram's a fucking douchebag. He is a douchebag! I know! He is a really big douchebag. We've had two people go missing. Was it you? What, who, who went missing? So it wasn't you. Well, I mean... No, it definitely wasn't us. You were the only person we wanted to come kidnap. We shouldn't have even let you go to begin with. It was this dumbass bitch's mistake. Sorry. Fuck you, Big Red. I would take what getting them back. Yes, but let's get rid of the cripple. You're not getting... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why do you think you're getting... What the fuck do you need me back for? I thought you guys were happy having sex and organizing your record collection back at the fucking goat island or whatever. Well, it's organized. There's a finite amount of records and they've been organized and now it's time to move on. So what are you doing? Listen, Tristan, we have an entire army of sex gremlins that we plan to mobilize and attack Bertram and take over the whole goat island. We were hoping maybe you would want to come. You can either come willingly or we'll just take you. You are, you are coming. How the fuck are you going to take me? I don't see any burlap sack. <laughs> Sister, no. Show them what you do. Oh, oh. what are you doing? You're, we're controlling your body and mind, Tristan. Oh, I'm gonna come with you? Do you want to come with us? Yeah, I want to come with you. And what do you want to do for us? Mobilize the sex gremlin army. I want to be the head of it. That's what I thought. Because Bertram is what? He's what? Tristan, what's Bertram? He's nothing but scum. No, he's a douchebag. And be that's because I, Big Red, am what? The king. <laughs> the rightful king. And the rightful owner of Goat Island. You're goddamn right. Now march. Hello and welcome to MoTafe. We're back. Uh, folks, it's another day. It's finally 2022 where we are. Uh, of course, we've been saying that it's been 2022 for <laughs> weeks, but it's actually genuinely now 2022 where we are. You know, who cares? Not who cares, but it's always just kind of like, Another day, and it's the just same, same. Well, I remember when 2021 happened, it was kind of weird, just like 2020's over. But this Truly. year didn't feel like anything, which I guess is good. It It is good, but at the same time, it did, I mean, it, it is kind of crazy that it's 2022. It's hard, it, it's, on one hand, it's like, it doesn't, it, of course it's 2022, because like, we've been doing this for so long, but at the same time, how is it 2022? When we were born in 1995. I know. And, you know, I remember sitting down at my table once because my mom told me that she had done this, so then I did it. She's like, I, I sat down and I, like, calculated every year after I graduated, like, how old I would be. And I did the same thing. I didn't even go up to 2022. That's how, like, Why? far away it was at the time. Why didn't you go that far? I just did the next, like, two or three years. I was like, oh, so by 2013, I'm going to be... 17 because i was it was like in fifth grade or something like oh that. okay okay i was like so by then i'm like by the time i graduate i'm gonna be seven you know i already knew that but then it's like so by and then i'm gonna be 18 in 2014 2019 and 20 crazy it's just weird to think that now like i'm i'm 26 like i know we've already talked about yeah, that we'll be like, 20 fucking seven this mm -hmm. year it gets crazy i don't even want to think we're about actual it. adults 
and I hope neither of us are members of the 27 club, you know, we're, we gotta, we got that hanging over our head for the whole damn year. You know, I mean, we're obviously not famous, but we're creative types. What if that's all it takes? (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, we're not really that big into hard drugs either, which is what, well, that's true. Yeah. It's either suicide or hard drugs or suicide caused by addiction to hard drugs. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not just like a, a curse where it's like, oh, you're creative, you're dead at 27. No, I think it's more like tortured souls. It takes 27 years to kill you. Yeah, that's, you know, and fuck, I mean, more power to those who have made it through the tw- year 27. Uh, you, I'm, we'll, I guess we'll cross that bridge when Rest we get there. Avicii. Yep. Uh, <laughs> may he, may pour one out for Avicii. I don't think either of us know an Avicii song, unless you no, know. No, not that I can think of. I feel like I do. Like there's, uh, like I, I know that there was a song that he did that that I know that I have heard, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. And I apologize to Avicii. I thought I knew one, and then it turned out it wasn't Avicii. Was it like Zed? Probably. I don't even remember. I found <laughs> yeah. this out a couple weeks ago. That's so funny. Rest in peace to the tortured souls. And you know, interesting, you know, this uh, can dive into one of our first topics. Rest in peace to Betty White. Now, I'm not being cringe like everybody else in the entire world right now and mourning Betty White and like making cringe memes and like turning into, you know, watching the Golden Girls all of a sudden. But I, I did kill Betty White. You did. <laughs> yeah, like, I did ki- Like, literally, I killed You were Betty talking White. about it on the podcast, were you? I don't know. Like, I think I'm we pretty talked sure you about did. it. I don't think... No, you didn't talk about Betty White specifically, but you were talking about the Golden Girls. Right. The I day before it happened. Literally. Yeah, literally. So I haven't edited that episode yet, so I don't know exactly what what I said on the podcast and what I said just, like, on Skype while we were hanging out. Because I know I started, like, describing... I had got I had gotten the... It all started at the Elfster Gift Exchange when I got the Bingo Golden Girls, like, Bingo slash Checkers gift set. And I was like, instead of thinking this is cringe, because it is, and, like, I'm like, the Golden Girls is not my personality, guys. Like, every year I get a Golden Girls gift for something, you know? I'm like, it's not my personality type, but I'm like, I'm just going to accept it, you know what I mean? I'm going to embrace it. We're going to play Golden Girls Checkers. And we're going to play Golden Girls Bingo, which is literally just to watch Golden Girls and play bingo with the bingo card. Sophia wears a cardigan. That's a piece. And uh-huh. you know, the free space is a Mai Tai. It's stupid, but it was fun. And, you know, Taylor hadn't watched much of it. So we, we started watching it together. And we were talking about how Betty White is the only one that was still alive at that time. And I remember we had talked about it either on the podcast or during that Skype call. That she, at the time, had literally, they had just released an interview with Betty White in People Magazine called, like, Betty White Turns 100, at how, how Betty White Lived to Be 100. Betty White's, a, and then so all these news sites start picking it up, and it's like, Betty White Turning 100, Betty White is 100, Betty White's 100. And I started talking to Taylor, and I'm like, Betty White's gonna die. I, literally, I'm like, bet they, they're they are like summoning Betty White to die. Literally. I looked it up. I'm like, surely if this article's coming out, like her birthday must be in a couple days, right? No, it, it's not until January 17th. It's still January 5th. 
that article came out in December of 2021. I don't want to be James Rolfe, but what were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they summoned Betty White's death. It's just like, I don't know. I'm, I know I'm more superstitious than the average person. I wouldn't consider myself a superstitious person. You know, like step on a crack, break your mother's back. Right. <laughs> Mother. Mother. Uh, they definitely did. Like, I would never put that juju on someone. No. And the, and the person who wrote that article should be ashamed of themselves. Yes, because, like, it's – why even do that? Why even do that? It's like the time – I told the story once on this podcast about me going up to that lady who had almost bowled a perfect game, and I'm like, Sherry, we're rooting for you. And then she tanked the last frame of the game. This is totally that. It's the exact same principle. You jinxed her. Whoever right. wrote that article is an idiot. And so, yeah, like, did I manifest it? Of course I did. Of course I feel like I manifest it. Because literally on this podcast or that Skype call and in conversation with Taylor, the day before Betty White died, I said, Betty White is going to die because of this article. Uh Uh-huh. And in the, literally, Bree texted me and broke the news in that group chat, my reaction was genuine. I was like, I thought she was like a death hoax. You know what I mean? I'm like, no way. Yeah, I think before you even responded, I was like, Zach killed her. <laughs> Literally. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? It blew my mind. And instantly, not in the way like, oh my God, an icon is dead. And now like, I do want to say like, rest in peace, Betty White. I do love Betty White. I love the Golden Girls, you know. I I watched Hot in Cleveland just because of Betty White, you know what I mean? And was it good? No, of course not. But I watched a lot of it, and it it brought me comfort, you know, at a time when I needed it. So good for Betty White, you know. May she rest in peace. Everybody, like they do with everything, is they're making it cringe. I th- it, they were making it cringe the day of. You were, oh, for sure. I sent you guys that meme of, uh, it was a shot of Spider-Man, the the trio of Spider-Men doing a scene in that new movie, and it said something like, for Betty, and they all dive into it, and it says like 2022. I'm like, oh my god, this is so gay. This is so gay. Yeah. I saw somebody post something on Reddit. They're like, my favorite Betty White quote is, it, it was something like, People say that if you're a man, like if you're a man, they say if you're tough, you got a lot of balls. But in reality, they should say they have a vagina or yeah. something because the vagina is better because balls are fragile. And then like there was like the top comment below. It was just like Betty White didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a misattributed quote. They linked to an article that was like her responding to it. She's like, I would never say something like that. <laughs> And That's I just found so it funny. so cringe because it was like with the Reddit attitude, like, oh, rest in peace, Betty White. Like, this mm-hmm. was such an amazing quote from her. I will right. never forget this. And I'm just like, you're fucking cringe. That's so cringe, dude. That's so cringe. It's I, It reminds me, like, now there are things that came out that people <laughs> don't know, like what people might not have known. Like, um, back in, there was some article that I read where it was like uh, she they had pressured her because she had a a black actor on her show, one of her shows back in the, back when that was not okay. And she was basically like, fuck y'all. If you don't like it, 
fuck off and kept the black actor on the show and then oh, of well, course the show her. got canceled but you know she so and you know she's a very you know she loved animals that that's a big thing and so people are saying like on January 17th donate money in Betty White's name on her birthday to like a kennel and like that's really nice you know what i mean and yeah you know i i respect to Betty White may she rest in peace but she's not the first celebrity i've killed and i don't know how much we've talked about this on the show but like at this point it's officially three, and at that point, you got three A-listers, three A-list celebrity deaths that I manifested personally, accidentally, and when it's you know when it's one, it's a coincidence. When it's two, it's a little freaky, but when it's three, it's it's confirmed. I feel like I've, oh, I feel like it's confirmed. completely confirmed. Now the first one was perhaps the most tragic, Robin Williams. Back when uh, uh, I was living in the Northridge apartment, completely empty after you had moved out for good reason. I was living there by myself in a completely empty apartment. Had already moved all my stuff to my mom's house. Laying on the floor one night on a pillow with my sheets balled up as a pillow. (laughs) I was laying there and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie on my iPad. I don't have many movies on my iPad, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Bicentennial Man starring Robin Williams. And in the morning, he was dead. That freaked me the fuck out. (laughs) That freaked me the fuck out just to begin with. To watch a movie out of nowhere on your iPad and it just so happens to be a Robin Williams flick. Right. I'm like, I. it it was like, for some reason. And his death was very unexpected. Truly. And so, like, it to me, like, for some reason in the, you know, in the air, in the universe or whatever, I, uh, it's like he's, he's literally spending his last moments alive somewhere else right now at the time. And I'm watching, uh, just out of nowhere was inspired to watch one of his movies. Like, while he's at home killing himself because of Louis body dementia. It, it boggles, it's like creepy, it like freaks me out to just think of it that logistically, um, because I'm like, that's literally what's happening while, the, you know, the time frame is just freaky, like why the coincidence, you know? But uh-huh. then the second time was documented actually on Austin's X Zero Zero, we re- recorded our records review of Black Star pretty much the day it came out. We might have done it that night. Yeah. No, like, it was it might have been the next, like the actual day. I know we listened to it. Mm-hmm. The ne- yeah, like, we... We listened to it at midnight, yeah, and it actually came out a little bit early, and we were like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, it was awesome. Yeah, we recorded that video, link in the description, uh, was a Bowie listening party, but then we also did a records review pretty much, like, the next day. uh, Like, it was pretty much, like, the album came out on the 8th, we did our records review on the 9th, and in that review... I said, there's something about this album that feels so final. Like, if this is the last thing David Bowie ever releases, it's like, what a hell of a way to go out. And then literally the next day he died. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, it's it's insane. And at this point, I, I, I kill celebrities. And I don't want to. It's completely accidental. I'm glad I don't have the gift. And I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you what. It's like celebrity deaths don't really affect me that much. I mm-hmm. really, I truly, honest to God, thought that Betty White was the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Right, right. That's what made me, I was like, oh man, I loved her on Everybody Loves Ra-. It turns out that's not even Betty White. No, that's Doris Roberts. Yeah, and then I'm like, who the fuck is Betty White? I don't even know her from, 
I was like trying to look at because I've never seen the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. I know she's a cultural icon and like I recognize her face now, but it turns out the thing that I know her the best from mm-hmm. is the 20, 2011 Super Bowl Snickers commercial. Oh my God. Right, right, right. That's the I, yeah. uh, like that's the only thing I could be like, oh yeah, I know that. But suddenly like everybody in the world is like a humongous fan of Betty White. Right, and the Golden Nobody Girls. Nobody talks about mm-hmm. fucking Betty White or the Golden Girl. Mm-hmm. You're the literal only person I know, along with Bree, <laughs> who are like, yeah, we really like the Golden Girls. Right. Get the fuck out. That's what I find so cringe mm-hmm. about celebrity deaths is suddenly everybody's such a tremendous fan. Like when Prince died, yeah. everybody loved Prince. Right, like since I when? know he had like a lot of people, but like people our age liked Prince. Mm-hmm. No, they she didn't. Wore a raspberry beret. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't even know one Prince song. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, yes, you do. Yes, you I don't do. think so. Purple rain. Come on. I don't know how it goes. Only want to see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain. You know it. You might not have ever heard it. It's possible, I guess. I think it's possible. I've never heard it. It's possible, you know? And I mean, it's all right. You're not really missing much. I have two celebrity deaths at this point that have actually made me, like, sad. One is Mac Miller, which I still am devastated for. Mm -hmm. But only because it's, like, Mac Miller's last album, in a lot of ways, like David Bowie's, was just, like, very fucking tragic. Mm-hmm. In the sense, because the like the last album he released before he died was like him doing better and him coming right. out of drug addiction and saying like a lot of the album is like it's called swimming and a lot of it like the motifs throughout it are like I was drowning but now I'm swimming and like I'm oh, reaching my way to the shore and then he died <laughs> like yeah. a couple months later Oop. and there's just lots of like lines in the album that are fucking tragic to me like where he's like I got all the time in the world. So for now, I'm just chilling because right. I know it's a it's a beautiful feeling in oblivion. Yeah. And he That's like, so oh, my God, like he did not have all of the time in the world. Was it it was suicide or am I mistaken? No, it was um accidental drug overdose on fentanyl. Oh, I see. I see. He had cocaine with fentanyl laced in it because cocaine was like his drug of choice. Oh, I mean, he did have like painkillers, too. I read the toxicology report. Mm hmm. But it was his death and fucking Norm Macdonald, of all people, that really Oh, really? Me. Really? That's interesting. Oh, I love Norm Macdonald. I think he's one of the funniest people to have ever lived. He is really funny. I. It's interesting. I never would have thought that you would say that, though. I. Uh, but I... I weirdly, he's fucking hilarious. It hasn't... His death didn't affect me because, like, I never really considered myself a fan. But when he died... I have, like, started seeing so many uh, clips on YouTube, like, it'd just be recommended to me. And I started watching them, and they made me laugh my ass off. Yeah, I've been watching those clips for years. He's really funny. Dude, he's fuck. Have you seen his appearance on The View? I have not. He's just, like, a... The way, like, I've tried to describe it to Abigail, because I'll listen to him around, like... I, like, have listened to Norm around her and be like, you have to fucking listen to this. This is hilarious. And she doesn't get it at all. Mm-hmm. But the way, like, it's kind of like anti-comedy where it's, like, comedy for the comics. Right. Which I just find so funny. Like, the fact that nobody gets it is what's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. The fact that he doesn't care if the audience laughs. or Like, the fact that the audience doesn't laugh is what's fucking hilarious. Right. Because a lot of what he says isn't isn't funny in and of itself. But mm-hmm. his delivery and, like, confidence in it is fucking genius. What? And they say a lot of people, like, 
when he passed, like one of the biggest like things that went around was like he was every comedian's favorite comedian. Oh yeah, for that reason, like a lot, not a lot of people would probably list Norm Macdonald as their favorite comedian, but a lot of comedians do because they respect his comedy. Yeah, I discovered how funny he was like years ago when I was watching clips of Howard Stern and like Artie Lang and him were really good friends. Oh. And so he had like stories about him and Norm like gambling and shit together, just fucking hilarious. I'm like, this dude's wild. So I just started watching clips of him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I like, I never like, I don't know if I've seen any movies he's been in or anything. And obviously I don't give a shit about SNL. No, no. Probably way too young at the time he was on SNL to even like get it. But so I'm like a fan of his like later in life where I could like watch all of his clips. Right. I watched, um, recently it was recommended to me back at when I worked at Clark state. Um, Payton recommended me to watch dirty work, which was written by and starring Norm Macdonald directed by Bob Saget. Oh yeah. Him and Bob Saget were really good friends too. And it was really fucking funny. Loved the movie. Um, really? And, yeah, it was really good. Definitely recommend it. Um, I'm pr- maybe that was the movie Artie Lang was in too, because I remember like they casted him in a movie. I think he is in it. Yeah, he is in that movie. And like nobody wanted him to be on it except for Norm because they were friends. And I think and it, he's pretty good in it from what I remember. It's a really funny movie. Okay, well I'm gonna have to add this to my watch list. Somebody and I'm pretty sure somewhere in the reviews to that movie on Letterboxd, I saw. Somebody else say, well, if you liked this, there's another Norm Macdonald movie. But So I'm going to give that screwed. a try, too, because I was like, uh, Screwed. Yeah. Yeah, I see this on IMDb. I've never even heard With of it. Dave Chappelle and Danny DeVito. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle, Norm Macdonald, and Danny DeVito. That sounds yeah. awesome. So definitely rest in peace to all those celebrities. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't think that I can control the the psychic celebrity death. Like I talked to Taylor and I was like, I've you and I, I remember like after the David Bowie death, you and I were like, let's say right now, like we're going to choose a celebrity. I don't remember who we chose, but we basically were like, we're going to just see if we have a power, you know what I mean? Like test it out uh-huh. like, and just see if I have a power and it didn't work. So, I mean, I don't think that if I have malicious intent or like if I'm trying to do it, like I can't manifest it. It's like completely accidental. It's almost like you're subconsciously getting the message that they're going to die. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which brings um, them up. Yeah. Or it's brings weird. Up the thought. And a lot of people, I'm actually, I saw a lot of people, and I mean, they could have been lying, I guess. But I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about the same thing. They're like, I recently started rewatching the Golden Girls. Like, I don't know why. Like, I, somebody tweeted from Survivor, one of the former Survivors was like, I just put on this shirt today for no reason, and it was a Golden Girls shirt, and then he found, and then like, you know, because we didn't find out that she died until like in the afternoon, uh-huh. and uh, he's like, I for no reason I was wearing this shirt today when I found out the news, and it was a Golden Girls shirt, and of course, like, these people could have been lying, but it's like, I feel like a lot of people were, it's, it is weird. They probably, they probably were they have this, if it's true, if it is true, it is weird. It's like you get this like sense somehow in the atmosphere that they're dying. And so it's like, let's watch a Robin Williams flick. <laughs> uh-huh. For good time's sake. But, you know, in in similar news to Betty White, you know, she's a, a, a an animal lover, an animal <laughs> rescuer. Uh, only uh, Mr. Quillen laughs just because he knows that uh, how the segging that is happening here. Uh, I'm segging to another topic. <laughs> uh, I rescued a cat today, folks, and uh, I didn't mean to, 
I mean, I guess I kind of did. Like, I was going out, and uh, I was going to my car, and because I'd already seen this cat before. Like, it, there's just feral cats that kind of stroll around, and, you know, some of them have clearly had babies, because this one's not, like, fresh out of the womb. You know, it's probably been, it's probably like a month or two old, maybe. But it's still very young. And it's huddled up by my car. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, I'm just, you know, walking over there. Just assume, like, any other cat, you know, it's going to run away or something. Any other feral cat would just run away. And it does. It goes, you know, it, like, kind of limps away. Like, you can tell something's wrong with it. And I'm like, oh, you know. And it, like, goes and hides under the car beside mine. And I, like, look around, you know, nobody's outside. so Because I I don't want to look weird. So I get down and I'm, like, trying to call it out. Like, you know, come here, you know, trying to call it out from behind the tire. Because I think when it walked, when it went by, I, I thought there was something wrong with its nose. It had something, just some big, it looked like a huge chunk of its face was missing. And it had, like, it, I it thought maybe, like, its tongue was, like, hanging out. I really couldn't tell what was going on with it. But it was limping, and there was something really wrong with its face. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So, but, I, you know, I can't get a good look at it because I kept trying to get it to come out, and it wouldn't come out. It was screaming under the car, just meowing over and over again. Like, it wanted me to get it, but I, it wouldn't come out. I'm not going to, like, start digging around under some random person's car. Uh-huh. So I text Taylor as I'm leaving uh, to go to work, and I'm like, there's a cat out there that looks like it's dying. I mean... It looks like it's just flat out dying. She goes out because she's getting ready to go to class. It was her first day of back to school today. And uh, when she left, it was back out in my parking spot and it actually let her pet it. And she said that it was, you know, it looked awful. But what it turned out to be, it was just a, it had like really bad snot all over its face that had like dried and a leaf was stuck to the snot Ugh. and, like, fused to his nose. And it was like, it, he looked, I mean, he looked awful. Bones, everything. And so I thought about it, like, all day long. I was just kept thinking about it. I'm like, I feel so bad. Like, that cat's dead. You know, I'm like, that cat's just absolutely dead. And, you know, this has happened so many times in my life where, like, there's just a cat outside. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my heart is broken. Uh-huh. I want to take care of this cat. I want to bring every cat in. And one, of course, one time I did with Kelly. You know, <laughs> right. She just came wandering down the tracks, and I'm like, there was just something in me where I'm like, that cat, if I don't take this cat in, uh, it, I'll never see it again. And there's something special about that cat. And there was. It's yeah, Kelly. Kelly you know, was so sweet. Yeah, she was so lovable, so needy. You know what I mean? Like, she just yeah, wanted she love. Just hang out. She, mm-hmm, she just wanted to be around people. She wanted a home. And I'm, I was blessed to give one, give her one, blessed to have her here. And uh, so when I got home, the cat was, like, still sitting in the same parking spot. And I'm like, okay, like, if it'll let me pet it, I'm going to take it inside. I didn't know why. I, I don't know what my thought process was because, like, I we don't have the money to, like, nurse. I mean, like, like, literally nurse a cat back to health by, like, taking it to the vet if it's literally dying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't that's expensive, you know, shots and surgery. Like, I don't know what could be wrong with this cat, you know, in my mind. Uh So I get out of the car and there's people around. I wait until like all these people that are walking their dogs go around the corner and I make sure I don't, cause I just, I don't know why I don't want anybody to see me doing it. I just, I don't want to be like a, like, Hey, put that feral cat down. I don't know like what I thought would happen, (laughs) but Uh I just didn't want to be seen. Made sure the coast was clear. 
And as I walked up, it didn't move. Like, not that it was dead or anything, but it just didn't react. It didn't try to run away. It just laid there pathetically. It was really sad, honestly. As I got closer to it, it the thing reeks. I mean, he absolutely reeks. Of Rancid. What? like Probably like maybe like trash. Like he's been digging in trash or... You think maybe it could be an infection? It could be an infection because, like, his legs are, like, really, like, raw. Uh, But, yeah, and so I couldn't tell, like, if the stench was, like, you know, just parts of him literally rotting. But I picked him up, and I brought him inside. I I made sure to take Fran and Kelly and put them in a separate room because I'm like, I don't, you know, he could be sick. You know, I don't want to you know whatever feline leukemia right i'm like keep them keep them separate and uh i don't know there was just something in me i'm like this cat needs needs a lot and like it was completely it's a skeleton it's a literal skeleton and in places like i looked at its legs and like it doesn't seem like it kind of walks like it's its legs aren't broken but they're definitely like they might have been like squashed you know what i mean like maybe he wasn't run over like maybe he wasn't hit or like completely run over but like maybe he wasn't run over but he was hit i don't know Uh his legs are fucked up in the back for sure he's very very skinny and at first when i brought him in i like took him into the laundry room back there the lights is actually still on back in there put him in i tried to get him in a bed and put a little blankets in there and all that stuff the fucker stinks so bad. He didn't want to eat really any food, but he drank some milk, which, you know, then, of course, when Taylor got home, she's like, they can't drink milk, and they'll throw it up. I'm like, okay, well, but, like, yeah, he Cats can't drink cow's milk. <laughs> well, he didn't want any food, so he, uh, it was, he, he took the milk, and I'm like, listen, scald me all you want, but he liked it. So I decide finally after he's like, I put him in there, I close the door, you know, I let him cool off he meows a little bit but then he eventually takes a nap i go in later and i give him a bath because like i said the i mean he reeked i had to like put vicks in my nose because he smelled so bad i like could not get the smell out of my nose and uh so i tried to rinse him off as best as i could and that's when i was able to get the leaf off of his nose and like start getting all the snot out of his eyes and out of his nose because he keeps he's like sneezes a lot and so as I'm, as I'm like cleaning his nose and scrubbing out his, you know, getting pieces off of his nose, like, like I, I noticed there's like a, an open wound a little bit, like a little like pinhole size wound on his nose, like where the leaf was stuck. Aww. Like, I feel like I po- probably like pulled the scab off when I pulled the nose, pu- pulled the, the leaf off. And, uh, so I ha- so he's in the bath, he's like clawing to get out of the bath and all that stuff. And, um, and all of a sudden this literal, like, it must have been what was causing him to be doing all this mucusing and sneezing. He's still been sneezing, but it was liter- it was bad. And I, so I, <laughs> literally, I pull out of his nose. Probably like, it looked like a piece of grass, but I don't know what it was. It could have been like a worm, I guess. I don't know what it was, but it was like a literal like three inch piece of grass that I pulled out of his nose. How the fuck did that get in there? I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it was grass because it was like in his, like, but it was, it was a full like piece of something. Like it wasn't snot that just like got longer. It was just a, it was like a piece of grass. I mean, I I don't. Was it green? Parts of it. Yeah. I mean, but parts of it were like covered in snot. So like, I really couldn't tell what it looked like. 
and it was it was gross. It was really gross. And when it came out, I could tell he was like, "Holy shit!" You know what I mean? Like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't. And so, I mean, yeah, he's been he still has sneezed a couple times, but it's not been anything. Like, he was literally like, hmm, 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 at one point because he had like so much apparently a piece of three inch grass in his nose. Took him out of the bath and put him in the laundry room and let him rest in there for pretty much the rest of the day. He's come out a couple times to look around and he's ate some food, drank some water, but Oh, good for him. Taylor and I have decided like we've talked about like, you know, I don't know what my plan was. I didn't really have one, but I just I couldn't leave it out there to die. I I just couldn't do it. Uh-huh. And uh if it had run away, genuinely, like if I had walked up and it had ran away and not let me get it, like I wouldn't have pursued I'm not going to like chase it, but I think he wanted help, I think, genuinely. And I don't know, like, I don't, I don't want a third cat. Well, not a third cat, but a third animal. A third animal, uh-huh. A second cat, especially, like, if it's a boy. Like, I don't, I don't really want a boy cat and a girl cat. Like, Kelly's not fixed, so, like, one of them would have to get fixed, you know. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, there's just all the costs associated with it. So, so far, we haven't named it. I keep calling it, we, like, I refer to it like Buddy. I was like, you all right, Buddy? Like, well, like, every time it would meow. So, like, that's, like, what we're calling it. But I have been, kept keep telling Taylor, I'm like, but just, that is not its name. Like, it's, it's a name, but it is not his name. Like, his name's not Buddy. You know, he, I, a lot of it is because of just the emotional distance. Like, there was a time when Taylor got home, I hadn't told her yet, and I'm like, so we have a medical visitor in the, <laughs> in the uh, in the in the laundry room and she's like what i had no idea what i was talking about so i take her back there and she sees the cat but when i open the door he's asleep in the bed but like he's asleep and his body is so mangled in such a way that it it looks like he's dead like she opened the door and she's like oh and i was like he passed like i i just i mean the cat this is how frail this cat is like i saw the cat in the bed and thought it was dead because like I'm, I just believed it, you know, I'm like, yeah, that he, he must've died, you know, like, I'm just glad he could come in here and be peaceful for a few hours and then before he died. But then she like reached out and pet it and he's like, <laughs> and just like woke up out of like a dead <laughs> sleep, you know, and meowed. And so he, he seems like he's doing all right. And you know, so we decided like for now, at least we're just going to foster him. We don't want to name him and get attached to him and then find out that, like, he has leukemia, you know, and we take him to the vet and they're like, well, we're putting him down right now. Well, cats live with leukemia. I mean, I don't know if he has some... I feel like he'll probably make a recovery. I mean, kittens Mm -hmm. are pretty, um, like, not versatile. Resilient. Resilient. Yeah, Yeah, very resilient. Yeah, I think he'll be okay, especially, like, I think his biggest problem is, like, he's got to get some meat on his bones. I swear to God, dude, he is a literal skeleton, it's gross. Lord. I wonder what happened to his mom. I don't know. There are parts of his skin, dude, like while I was washing him, that were so paper thin and white that I couldn't tell if it was like skin or his literal bone. Like I, I couldn't. Like, oh my I, god. He's so. He's so like. I, I couldn't tell like on his legs if I was looking at a wound that had literal bone in it or if it was just his skin that was so paper thin. I can't tell. Oh my god. He doesn't seem to be like in any immense pain, you know? I mean, he's in there right now. You'd never he's not like he's crying in pain. Um 
I, so, I mean, I'll keep you guys updated, of course, everybody on the pod and, of course, my friend, <laughs> my friend RJ. Right. I'll keep you updated. But I, I'd so, like, I don't really know what the end goal is. You know, I mean, I know Bree mentioned that maybe she would be interested in taking it if he's if he lives that long and if he's, you know, accustomed and all that stuff. But, you know, then Taylor mentioned she's like, there's no way that this cat isn't just ours. Like, if we nurse it back to health and... So, like, I'm begrudgingly accepting that, like, we probably, we probably just got a new cat today. But I'm approaching it from the idea and the standpoint that it's just a medical visit and, uh-huh. until it isn't. That's like, probably I a good really, idea. Yeah. I really don't think we need the third animal, but, like, I'm embracing that we may have. I <clears throat> I do want to suggest, though, if you, if you do give him a name, don't give him the name Buddy. Uh, yeah. Because Abigail's mom recently brought in a stray cat buddy oh and he disappeared for like four days and reappeared just totally fucked up like almost totally blind like got into oh some sort God. of really big fight might die oh shit yeah that's a that's a... so i feel like that's a curse name mm-hmm. unless he survives but it's kind of weird that like you brought in a cat that you were referring to as buddy when her buddy like kind of something similar happened that's interesting that is interesting but like i said so uh, like i guess the distinction is though i'm just referring like i'm that's not going to be his name for sure and it's kind of like if i was calling him guy to in my mind you know (laughs) guy and like you all right guy you know that'd be funny if that was his name (laughs) right that would guy and kelly (laughs) and that's the other thing is like i don't I don't really know how to differentiate between the sexes of cats. I mean, you really like, can't when they're a kitten. Yeah, they don't really have like a big penis or anything like that. So no, it's like completely inside of them. Right. So I mean, I I don't know if it's a boy or girl. He ha- he gives off both energies. I've been referring to him as he. You know, I mean, I don't want to put a gender assume his gender, but he kind of gives off a boyish energy. Uh, so I, that's why I've been kind of referring to him as Buddy, but. It's definitely not a name, so I'm trying to ward off any curse energy by the other buddy because, like, that sounds like a curse. So he's de- he'll definitely not be named Buddy now. <laughs> yeah, I just hope the young man lives because honestly, me too. This, the sight of him in that parking lot, and honestly, the sight of him passed out, looking like he was dead in that bed, was heartbreaking. So like, I'm no, I don't even want to cross that bridge. So like, I'm already trying to like build that wall of. Of emotional distance. Yeah. It could yeah, it could probably only really happen once he starts getting better. Yeah, exactly. There's no sense in getting any attached because like like I said, like I mean we could take him to the vet and they could say, like, oh he's you know, he's in so much pain. He, he's you know, he I don't know, he he needs to be put down right now. And there's no doubt if I took him to the humane society that that's what they would do because I mean it's They don't really have the resources. Yeah. Why waste the time? But you mean, if you do go to like, you can get really, if it is a boy, they're a lot cheaper to, uh, spay fix than girls or neuter. I never know what the difference is. Like spay is for girls. Neuter is for boys. I really used to think that they were interchangeable terms. You know what I mean? And it it was, I mean, it's been years now that I knew the difference, but I really used to think that they were interchangeable terms. I thought they were too. I mean, I feel like really it's like. I feel like it's like in Spanish where you end something with an O or an A. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody would know what you mean. It's just like a one of yeah. English's only gender-based words. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess, Well, now I guess I've learned the difference. You said, um, fuck, I already forgot what it was. I think it's spay is for girls and neuter is for boys. They're spaying those, spaying them legs. 
You gotta spray them legs. Let me let me confirm this real quick. <laughs> yeah, spaying is the removal of females' pets' reproductive organs while neutering refers to the procedure for male pets. Okay, so I didn't realize for spaying that they actually just take out all their sex organs. Oh, I see. And then, like, with what? With neutering? They I, they probably just cut the fucking line that feeds the cum to the testes. Oh, I see. So it's more like a, like a... Like a, like what they do to men. Yeah, like when you yeah when you get a vasectomy. Yeah. It's not a castration. Well, I think their balls do shrink up to, like, you can't even see them anymore. Well, I mean, back in the day with uh, when, we, when I raised goats, and, I mean, I guess it's just what they do when you raise goats. You just put a little rubber band on them so tight that someday they just shrivel up and fall off. What? I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, yeah. Okay. I swear to God, yeah. We, I didn't have to do it. But my, uh, when we raised goats, we went to the goat farm and we were like picking out which pygmy goats we were going to take back to our farm. And they were like, Michael, which is one that we ended up taking, will be castrated by the time he comes to your farm. So he'll be a lot less, uh, excitable than he is now. And his balls just had a little rubber. I mean, there might be like a more process to it, but as far as I remember, it was literally like just tighter, tighter, tighter rubber bands until they fall off. There may be Jesus like a kid, you know, they might have that to like inject painful. them or something, but yeah, it does sound really painful. But folks, it's important to spay and neuter your pets. My grandma told me that they can attract uh, cats, especially female cats, when they're not spayed, can contract ovarian cancer. Oh, I didn't know that. I do not want Kelly to contract ovarian cancer and die because of that, and then me look back and be like, I could have spayed my cat and had her for five more years, six more years, seven more years, you know? Right. I would be so gutted, you know? So I, right. I, I, and then like, so the, the fact that I haven't already spayed Kelly, I'm like, I really shouldn't be bringing in another cat into the household. If I can't Maybe even should take spay Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. I need to spay Kelly because I want her to live forever. I think, I think I paid for bolt, like maybe 50, $60. Oh, that's not so bad. Did they like cut a piece of her ear off or did they? No. Oh. Is that what they're supposed to do? I think they only do that for, like, wildcats. Yeah, I thought maybe that's how you were able to get a, such a cheap deal on the procedure. No, I don't think no. so. Because sometimes people will, like, Taylor's taken cats in and been like, oh, this is a feral cat, and just accepted that they cut pieces of the ear off. But I definitely wouldn't do that with Kelly, because she has beautiful little ears. No, I don't see any sort of piece of her ear cut off. I didn't either when the last time I was messing around with the young lady. But, folks, you do need to spay and neuter your pets, like Bob Barker says, and like Betty White probably said. <laughs> probably <laughs> like, said. <laughs> like Betty White probably said, uh, it's important to spay and neuter your pets. And uh, as always, folks, until next time, stay moat.